Welcome to BBB Books, Bevs, and Babes, an irreverent virtual book club with two book-loving brown girls. I'm Shia. And I'm Jenica. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome, welcome. So um, I loved this book. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> could be. <laughs> I, I mean, I, yeah, that could be. I mean, we're not going to talk about ratings. Yeah, then, we're so. not going to. Yeah, this was been, this was a treat, actually, because, you know, it's been a while since we've had something we like, because I remember you texted me being like, you're going to like this book. And I was like, okay. And I remember I actually started it and that was not the case for me immediately. But yeah. Anyway, welcome everybody. Today we are reviewing Part of Your World by Abby Jimenez. Um, and it was just fun. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun and easy, especially since the last book was... Actually, part. You know, we, we did Funny You Should Ask last time and that was fun. Yeah, but yeah. the last book wasn't like... I think it was confusing, right? Because, it was more confusing. Well, I did the audiobook and I had to restart it 10 times because mm-hmm. there were so many different like flashbacks and stuff. Mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not saying it was a terrible book. This was just easier. It was read. more straightforward. Yeah. Um, let's do uh, let's do our uh, beverage uh, pairings. So um, this is kind of interesting because th- there were no real references to anything really in the book about them drinking anything or really eating very much. I mean, there was more on the food, but we're a beverage. We're talking about beverages here. So we decided to um, do two pairings that represent like her life as an ER doctor, you know, crazy long hours in the hospital. And then her life, her second life that she's living in Wakan, um, you know, and so for me, the non-alcoholic, I'm doing the um, her her ER life is an emotional support water bottle full of water <laughs> <laughs> because it, I have I actually have a lot of like friends. You're, I mean, you're married to a physician. I have mm-hmm. a lot of friends who are physicians. I am an eye doctor. So like I know this life. You have your emotional support water bottle with you all the time. You are taking sips in between patients. You are taking sips while you are charting. Um, and you are going through this um, bo- bottle all day long. So this was, um, I think, the the beverage that most represents her life like prior to um, going to the small town and and, yeah. and and starting that it's important to stay hydrated yes i'm gonna have Isn't a sip she, now and she was like chief no she wasn't chief but she no. wasn't attending yeah she was still yeah she in was the busy. ER, right? yeah she's, yeah, busy she's in super the ER. busy mm-hmm. and yeah. you know she's healthy you know all doctors are basically healthy bitches that's just like well they try to be not not my husband <laughs> <laughs> they try to be so mm-hmm. um you know at least all the ones i know like all the doctors i know are like they run. They, I mean, this was just like, that was pretty representative. Like they run, they're fit. They drink lots of water. They eat salads. It's like pretty, um, you know. Mm-hmm. Or they have no time to, no time to cook. And no time Their to cook. Yeah. Fridge is bare. That's and true. so, yeah, they go out and get salads mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. little things. Well, my pairing was, so her life in Wakan, I felt like there were also two sides. So yeah, she was the ER physician, but then in Wakan, she also had like two sides too. And so I chose one of the posher sides. She was frequently going to um, the 
hero's um, house and he had like an Airbnb on the weekends or, you know, during touristy times. And um, he did like wine pairings and charcuterie boards and that's more my jam. So not only did I have a wine pairing with this book, I also made a charcuterie board. So check out that picture on Instagram. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And I just have my regular, you know, Chardonnay that I always drink too. Mm-hmm. I just enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Nice and cold. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. And it seems like we did need some cold beverages for this book. This book was, it wasn't that spicy. I'll be honest. It wasn't but that spicy, but it, but it, it, was, it was better hot. than, yeah. it was hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's get into it. I'll read the synopsis. After a wild bet, gourmet grilled cheese sandwich, and a cuddle with a baby goat, Alexis Montgomery has had her world turned upside down. The cause? Daniel Grant, a ridiculously hot carpenter who's 10 years younger than her and as casual as they come. The complete opposite of sophisticated city girl Alexis. And yet, their chemistry is undeniable. While her ultra-wealthy parents want her to carry on the family legacy of world-renowned surgeons, Alexis doesn't need glory or fame. She's fine with being a mere ER doctor, and every minute she spends with Daniel in the tight-knit town where he lives, she's discovering just what is really important. Yet letting their relationship become anything more than a short-term fling would mean turning her back on the family and giving up the opportunity to help thousands of people. Bringing Daniel into her world is impossible, and yet she can't just give up the joy she's found with him either. With so many differences between them, how can Alexis possibly choose between her world and his? I feel like, I I know you don't usually read the summaries. I don't. But, you know, this is, I feel like everything is said in the summary. Yeah. You you pretty much know how the book is going to go. And I did, I texted you and said, this book is really predictable. It was. But it was still nice. It was still nice. It was. And I I like predictable sometimes. Like, I think I told you, like, the form, being formulaic to me, unless it's really bland, like, if it's done Mm -hmm. well, I like that. That's comforting. So this was, like, I kind of knew where this was heading. Like, as we were reading the book, I was like, okay, this is like Heart of Dixie, which is like... You know, I don't know if you guys watch it. It was like a television show with... Is Heart of Dixie... Oh. It's a television show. Gr- is that the girl that had a baby in Walmart? No. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You mean like the actress who played the girl? Who, no. No. This was like a... Um, what is Heart She was Dixie? from the OC. You've never you've never watched Heart of Dixie? Okay. It's on Netflix. I don't think so. You have to. It's like good junk. Okay. Um, <laughs> what's her name? Let's see her. Uh, cast... I'm IMD being you really kept quick. saying the heart of Rachel Dixie Bilson. I... Rachel Bilson. Uh, you know from oh, the no, or, from I know Orange what you're County. talking about. Yes. So okay. it's a book it's a it's a show about like her going to be a like a family physician in a super small town in the south and she's from New York. I don't remember why she ends up there, but like that's where she ends up going and like you know, she falls in love with like the local uh, uh, a lo- two locals. So <laughs> So it's like a, it's multiple seasons and it's good junk. It's on Netflix. <laughs> I watched the whole thing, which is unusual for me because I don't typically like to watch um, TV, but it's good. So this is like, and she's like a country, she's like a New York doctor who ends up in a tiny country town in like, I don't know, Georgia or something. And, and she falls in love with like some podunk people. <laughs> 
It's kind of like that movie Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, yeah, I kind of like that. But, but in Heart of Dixie, it's like an actual doctor. So it was very similar. And then it was also like the notebook. Like it felt like the notebook too. Like the romance of like her being like rich and having this like rich life with the fiance okay. who's rich. Sure. And like she ends up like foregoing that life and like her daddy's wrath and all this stuff because they were rich and they didn't like poor people. And she ends up with Ryan Gosling, who's like poor, has nothing, and just is like doing his own thing in the small town. It was like the notebook. Actually, that's a really good comparison mm-hmm. because he, Daniel, was like that. Well, wasn't he like. He was good with his hands. That, <laughs> yes. But wasn't he like the. Um, Kind of like the handyman, the mayor. He yes. he did like every uh-huh. single yeah. job in mm-hmm. the city of Wakan, and mm-hmm. I had a hard time with Wakan because mm-hmm. I kept wanting to say Wakanda. Mm, same. And <laughs> good, mm-hmm. I'm glad we both did that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they could have came up with like a better. Well, I don't name. know. Is it a real place? It's probably not a real. Place. No, no, no. She's I no. I read it at the end. They like basically they. She went to like like the the native language of like the natives in the area of like Minnesota and found the name for like the word for magic and the word for magic is Wakan and so like that's oh. what she named this town because it's magical. Interesting. Um okay. I read I read the end basically the summary. Um So let's get into it, I guess. Like I will say that my initial reaction to Daniel was negative. Because I and I would I will admit to being a Janine slash Gabby in the in like the chapter that we are introduced to him, because before we get to know him at all, the first chapter of Daniel, he is like very down on himself. Like, why would that city girl ever be into someone like the likes of me? I'm just this <laughs> poor guy who can't afford to like have make a bet with my with these dudes at the bar. Like, what would she have any interest in a man like me? Like, he's so down on I himself. Didn't get th- I didn't get that. At I all. felt that I, way. I thought it was like he he was just like a really nice guy and I, like his well, he friends is were a very nice guy. But like no, he, but his friends were like d- placing these bets and stuff like that. But he was just like, no, if that's you not look, right. If you, I know he did it. He was a very nice guy in that moment. But like, if you look at his internal dialogue, the internal dialogue is like, why would this beautiful city slicker girl ever be into anybody like us? And so he was already like putting himself in like a low place. And I was like, yeah, what, what do you have to offer? And so that is how I felt about him because I'm like, yeah, what does he have to offer? He does, clearly doesn't think highly of himself. And obviously like he has a lot of great qualities that we find later on in the book, but at the beginning he, we don't know anything about him except for that he's po- he's from this podunk town and like he doesn't have any money. That's literally all we know about Daniel besides he's hot. And so I don't know. I was I was I just like not enough. impressed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Also, you didn't. Okay, so I lately I like the last two books I've done like audio the audio version instead of reading the book sure. because I'm always driving, and you didn't hear the voice. Okay, whoever narrated the voice, I from yeah. The you kept telling me like word. I had to hear it. I had <laughs> to hear it. First word, I was like, oh, okay. But they're from this Minnesota. Nice. Do you think they talk like Minnesotan? Do you think they oh, all had God. a Minnesotan accent? I'm super glad that the narrator did not have that accent. <laughs> Could you imagine? I would what have if Daniel stopped. talked like that? <laughs> I didn't even I think about it until now. We're from Minnesota. Cool. 
We've talked about accents a lot today. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Between you oh, and God. I. <laughs> well, okay. So they're they're like in a bar and Well, no, she starts off by having crashed her car into a ditch. Yeah. yeah. And she's like in she comes she's coming from a funeral, her aunt or something mm-hmm. great aunt or something like that and she crashes her car she has a really nice car she's wearing a really expensive dress and heels and all that and this guy daniel sees her on the side of the road and he well it's like out. nighttime she's in a ditch there's a lot of fog and like she calls a tow truck and they say they're gonna be there and she can like hardly breathe she's on the phone with her friend and then she's like i need to get out of these spanks so she's like basically like undressing when Daniel shows up yeah and like stops the car and like his dog comes out and like tries to say hello and there's a lot of dogs in all of our books right Mm -hmm. like I just feel like Mm -hmm. that's a big element in all of the books we've read that's funny yeah I'm not me neither pet person me neither so interesting but it's in all Hmm. of them so Mm -hmm. um he basically tows her out and she's really hungry and it's like been a while since she's eaten so he tows her out and then he like goes about his merry way which is basically to head down to the local vfw which is what is that she referenced the vfw a bunch of times what does that stand for and she never calls it we're at vfw like we're at pf changs or like we're at you know Buffalo Wild uh, Buffalo Wild Wings, BBW. <laughs> She's like, we're they're at the VFW, capital VFW. And you know it should stand for something, but we never find out. Am I wrong? We never find out what VFW stands for. I guarantee the W stands for Wakan. Okay. Right? Yes, that's, that makes sense. So what does VF stand out. for? We can work We can figure it out. I'm sure we could. The very <laughs> fun Wakan. There you the, go. The, the very vile funky. The vile fried <laughs> Wakan, <laughs> vibin freaky in Wakan. The the vi- the vibrant uh, financial. <laughs> I have no idea. Wakan. I don't know. I'm sure. Give us an hour, and we, we figure will it. Figure we'll it figure it out. out. We'll 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 work work we'll our way backwards until <laughs> we'll we get there. It. Anyway, she ends up there, and like the the. The guys are like, including Daniel, it's, it becomes Daniel. So this book is split between the perspectives of um, main character and, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name right now. Alexis. Alexis. She goes by Allie with her other friends. Mm-hmm. Alexis mm-hmm. and um, Daniel. And Daniel. And so her perspective is being in a ditch. His perspective is right afterwards when he's at the bar and she is, she has shown up and she's sitting at the bar too. Like... I don't know, hopefully trying to order something, I guess. And the him and his friends are like taking bets to see who can get her to go home with them, which is always gives me a terrible impression of like everybody involved. Like I immediately didn't like Doug. I immediately didn't like whoever, Brian, because mm-hmm. why are you trying to bet on somebody going home with you? Like gross, like already don't I like these people. I think they were just... Uh, didn't they say that Doug was that was just like Doug? He like was a serial dater, and he th- that was like his shtick. He had nothing better to do but make comments like that. And Brian was hung up on the bartender, who is Daniel's cousin, and her yes. name is Liz, who is married to a cop. Bad cop. Yeah, a very bad cop. A cab. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. they're they're making this bet. 
about who's going home with Alexis and Daniel goes up to the bar and um you know was kind of talking to his cousin first and um I think I think he wanted to like I think he wanted to talk to her and especially but he had an excuse because of his cousin yes yeah he was like yeah well I was just gonna say he was talking to his cousin first right Mm -hmm. and then she was the one that was like oh Oh, hey you you." my friend yeah and then he I think this is kind of like breaking bro code but he was kind of like hey my friends mm-hmm. well first he was like you know hey i'm the dude that got you out of the ditch and mm-hmm. she recognized him yes. and she said thank you and all those thought all those things and you know he wasn't he paying his tab mm-hmm. and he was about to leave and she was saying that she wanted to leave too and what i was saying is that i, I felt like he was kind of breaking bro code was he was saying like what the bet was, like what his Thank friends God. were betting on. If he didn't do that, I would have immediately been like, "Screw this dude," because <laughs> yeah, that is what you should do. If people around you are being shitty, you need to like immediately tell. You need to well, immediately and, tell on them. And again, so he was a nice guy. He's totally he's yeah. Really he was super nice guy. By the end of the chapter, I was a little bit turned around on my initial impression. By by like through their interaction, like that mm-hmm. was turning it around for me. But the initial impression before he started talking to her was bad. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, I was. But you, I had an impression. But you were saying it was bad because he was like this podunk redneck. Friend. That's what he started <laughs> off saying. Yes, at the beginning of the chat, go back and read that chapter at the beginning before he talks to her. He's like really putting himself down, and he's saying like, "Why would she want to talk to any of us anyway? Like, look at us. We can barely do anything. Like, we can't even pay our tab. Basically, mm-hmm. like he's you know." it's off season and we don't have any money so like he was already being like why would she be interested in us blah 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 anyway we find out too that he actually like got an eyeful of her getting on like taking her spanks off like apparently she showed off more than she was like, thinking that he might have seen <laughs> like, but he was a he was a gentleman he and was. didn't say of course anything not about no that, he which didn't. was super sweet yes. i think well, i think daniel ends up being like my favorite book boyfriend except for resand from aquatar like that's 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 book boyfriend number one but like of the contemporary um romance novels that we've read daniel ended up being one of my favorites yeah yeah super just very down to earth Mm -hmm. super sweet so basically i don't know if we're gonna do like all of the different cutscenes or go through all of this book but basically she and him bang they go home like she they basically are like okay um i can't get any food here she's like i'm a picky eater which of course never comes up again how are you a picky Mm -hmm. eater oh i just don't eat fried food okay Mm -hmm. that's not a picky eater that's somebody who's watching their like cholesterol or like watching their waistline like that's not being a picky eater that just means i don't eat I don't like to eat junk food. Mm-hmm. So she's not actually a picky eater. She just didn't want to eat that junk because she immediately was like, she's you can ER make physician. me a grilled. I know. <laughs> and she immediately was like, you can make me a grilled cheese. That's fine. I was like, how are you a picky eater? Like that's mm-hmm. almost as bad as just getting like some French fries is like a, mm-hmm. a grilled cheese sandwich is fried in butter and it's got cheese in the center. Like, and it's got carbs. I don't understand how that's any different, but of course who would pass up the opportunity to get, you know, a grilled cheese made to them by like a hot man. Mm-hmm. And then he also sold her on the fact that he has a kid at home and the kid is actually a baby goat, also a kid. Chloe. Chloe, who he has to uh-huh. feed. And so he like brings her home. He's got the dog. He's got the, he's got the, um, he's got the kid <laughs> that she gets to feed. Doesn't he also have a pig? No. Kevin Bacon. <laughs> 
a great name. This this book is the this book had a lot of good great, names. A lot of great names. <laughs> Kevin Bacon the pig is I think uh, is I think Doug's Brian. pig or Doug's Doug's yeah. pig. But is, I but I thought like I thought Daniel and Doug lived like on the near the near same right. property or something. But I think yeah, that they're the pig. Yeah, the pig always gets out. something. Yeah. So the pig always gets out and, like, charged at her and, like, knocked her in the mud. And then, like, her dog, the dog jumped up on her and, yeah, all this stuff. She became a disaster. And then they basically cut away. And then they basically would, like, and then we had the the best sex ever. And it was, like, the best night of our lives. And then it's cut away. We hear nothing about that night ever again. That was, like, Mm -hmm. a big strike for me. I'm like, how can you say this was the best night ever and we never actually get any details? beyond mm-hmm. that it was really great that's true that bothered well, me yeah and she left like very early yeah. in the morning and left one of her awake. one of her manolos in the mud like uh yeah, like took a, a princess or sweatshirt yeah like cinderella yeah and took a sweatshirt and, <laughs> and then just she drove goes away. back to her er physician life mm-hmm. and we cu- we find out that she is uh, there's a whole lot of things going on in her life but she has she owns a house with her ex who they're not married he, they're not married it's just an ex-boyfriend but his name is neil and he is another brilliant physician chief of surgery i think tri- oh is it chief? okay chief of surgery and he refuses to leave the house no no no. So he's left he comes back and says he, okay yeah that he refuses yeah. he wants they break to, up wants the house. they break up because he cheated on her so that was a reason for her to break up with him. But apparently he was also extremely emotionally abusive, like would tell her that she was really smelly all the time until the point that she was like, had to go and check, get herself checked at the doctor to be like, he thinks I stink really bad. Like what's physically wrong with me. And like, he basically tried to chip away at her confidence. She, she like, she like goes through like multiple, um, in like examples of how he is like extremely emotionally abusive towards her. Um, and so she was already like feeling really, really sh- like over this relationship because he was manipulating her poorly. I think they were together for like seven years, eight years. Mm-hmm. Something like that. And um, eventually he cheats on her and she was like, OK, this is my out. So they break up. So everyone knows that he cheated, but nobody but her has, has and her best friend knows that he was like emotionally abusive to, towards her. Um, so yeah. he's gone for the moment. <laughs> Well, I was just going to add another thing yeah. about Neil. The the icing on the cake is that her parents love him mm-hmm. because his, he's this, like, chief of surgery mm-hmm. guy. And at the, apparently her family has this, like, legacy in the hospital. Um, they built the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and Not her of, directly, but, like, her, dis- her like, her, like her, ancestors. Well, yeah. yeah, her, like, great-great-grandparents. Yeah. And they... Um, there's like a procedure um, that was named after her great grandfather or something like that. But then the the part that I was annoyed by was that the, her dad was kind of calling her the black sheep of the family just because she was like an ER physician. Mm-hmm. She wasn't this like great head surgeon or you know yes. head cardiologist or things like that. So that she already had some issues. From well, that I mean, too. like let's also bring in that the fact that her her twin shows up for like the first portion of the book and then was like a plot device to like do a few things throughout. And then we see him Mm -hmm. at the end, like at the very beginning after she's has this like one night stand, he's like at her house and he tells her, Oh, 
I'm moving to Cambodia because so he's this big shot plastic surgeon who was supposed to be like the heir to the family legacy but he likes to do like volunteer work and he was like with Doctors Without Borders in Cambodia and met a pop star who um, he also likes to do like philanthropy and they got married secretly and he makes her sign an NDA before telling her because they want to stay private. That's weird, right? Like to to make Mm -hmm. your sisters sign an NDA. So um, he's like, sorry, I can't work here anymore. I'm moving to Cambodia. Bye. And so she always expected like him to be the one to take up the mantle of like the Montgomery, Dr. Montgomery name in that hospital because he had been working with there them at that hospital but then he like just fucks off and goes back to Mm -hmm. Cambodia and then leaves it to her so this is like leaving her in this place of like them having I was trying to be like why is it so important for them to be there and they she explains it that like they do like these galas and they do fundraising and because of a Montgomery at the hospital that's like you know that they founded that creates a lot of good press, which brings in donors, which may, you know, generates millions of dollars that goes towards helping lots of people. So it's like very important. We're, she's the author is setting up a scenario in which like just moving two hours South and like saying, I'm just going to work somewhere else is not a really big possibility for her because mm-hmm. of like the trappings that come with her family, like mm-hmm. obligations. Yeah, right. and as you said, because her brother just goes and leaves, she, it's to like her. all falling on her. Right, which she right? never expected, so, but here we are. Yeah, yeah, and then, I mean, we, the author does a great job of kind of developing that story near mm-hmm. the end with like, okay, now we understand why the brother does that. I forgot his name. Is it Jacob? Or no, Jake? I think it was another like, I think it was another D oh. name. But again, he he shows up so rarely in the book that like mm-hmm. it doesn't really make a big impression. Mm-hmm. So okay, well, so she, you know, thinks that she's never gonna see Daniel again, and her friends, not her best friend, but her two other friends that she kind of um, goes in their circle because Neil, her ex, was friends with their and husband. they live next to they like yeah, live next door in the same neighborhood, right? Yeah, so the, the like the six of them are like coupled up and stuff. They have like a girls' weekend, and they end up in Wakan at Daniel's Airbnb. Yeah, and so she's just like, "What? <laughs> I so see you again?" Bef- yeah, basically, like sh- sh- she was on. You know, she they he didn't know her name, and actually before this happened, she had like snuck down there and like slept with him again, right? So like they actually had seen each other a few times before this happens. They had like at least one other time like she had gone down there and met with him and then come back and he still didn't really know anything about her and then she, she looked at his wallet and saw his id so she knew, knew. yeah so he, she when yeah, she came she back that first time she knew she knew he like showed her that he was a carpenter and like showed him showed her like the stuff that he built so the thing about uh daniel is that he is a grant so he has a legacy in wakan um his like great great like his ancestors like helped found the town and they were all like 
like crucial in like they were all like the mayors and they were crucial in like making the town work and there's been a grant there ever since the founding of the town didn't, like yeah didn't like one of the fa- the founding fathers like help in a plague and yes kept everyone safe? They, yeah <laughs> like, like during the spanish random. flu he like cut down <laughs> yeah. trees and kept people from coming in and out and <laughs> saved the whole town and then they like they were that able to like bit of a reach. <laughs> one of his one of his ancestors helped helped kids get out of a schoolhouse in the middle of an avalanche like or not avalanche a yeah. snowstorm and <laughs> saved all the kids like all of his ancestors also were super super like it, like like important to this town and so he and he's the mayor so he feels really he has a legacy too yes yeah, so he has he has a an airbnb that his um doesn't actually belong to him it was his grandparents and they left it to his mom who's a deadbeat is a deadbeat mom and had a tourist dad so he didn't know his dad and he had a deadbeat mom and he was raised by his grandparents and for some reason the grandparents left the house to their deadbeat drug occasionally drug addicted dread drug addicted daughter who doesn't even live there and mm-hmm. he runs the airbnb and like sends her money for it as it's being rented and like basically helps to fund her like deadbeat lifestyle wherever the hell she is at any one time mm-hmm. And, and then, like, well, plot twist, like, she calls him up one day, pretty much the only time we really hear from her, and she's like, hey, I want to sell the house. And he's like, what the heck? And like, this this has been in our family for years, mm-hmm. and we, I have, it's making money, and I think the whole point is that Wakanda, Wakan, doesn't, it's like a dead city. Well, it's like, dead when you know, it's not in tourist yeah, season, yeah. Right, which is, what, two, three months out of the year? Maybe Otherwise, like I think maybe like half the year. Nothing to do. It's like, that's a lot. Yeah, like six months of the year. That's like oh. summer and fall. I think is when it's open, and it's just mostly like during the coldest months. It's closed. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, I guess. Yeah. But the but the town is like dead, basically, right? It, yeah. Like even in the touristy months, I I didn't get a sense that Wakan was this like booming metropolis it was not just at all. Like no 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 one vfw one burger it didn't even have a burger king didn't no, have McDonald's. no 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 <laughs> no like no, no no it had like it had it was like a you know like a seaside village not like a seaside i mean it like a it, they had like a, a river so they had like a river floating they had like outdoor activities and things like that and during the, the high season they had like things that were open like a an ice cream shop and like a you know a candy movie, shop a drive-in, and like, movie. A drive-in yeah. movie theater and like and like they had a petting zoo and like they have a bunch of these wine tasting and stuff that they would do during those so it wasn't like totally dead it was like a touristy town that's just mm-hmm. open seasonally because nobody wants to be in a touristy town in the middle of nowhere in the winter in minnesota because who is it minnesota am i getting this correct <laughs> Wait, yeah, she said Minneapolis. That's where okay. The that's what I thought. Was. Yeah. Okay, it is Minnesota. Yeah. So, um, anyway, he he is a carpenter, so he likes to like make art out of like carve things out of wood, and he that's a legacy that his grandparents like passed down. His grand his granddad passed down to him, and like his great grandparents and stuff. And that's what he actually wants to do. But he's like kind of bound. The only way that he really makes money is with this house that doesn't belong to him that he rents as an Airbnb during the high season. So his mom calls him up and is like, I want to sell the house for $500,000. And he's like, I don't have enough money to buy it right now, but give me some time to try. 
Mm-hmm. And then, of course, we're thinking he's got like we're we're thinking about Alexis, who's like super rich. I immediately was like, okay, she's super rich. She comes from a super rich family of like like legacy doctors, and she's like never had to do anything in her life, cook, clean, uh, do her laundry, never nothing. She's like always paying for some other people to take care of her and i was like of course this is going to be like the piggy bank right like we're definitely mm-hmm. alexis is definitely going to help him buy this Sugar place mama. right i definitely thought that that was what was going to happen it didn't actually end up going that way no. but she it felt tried that way. She, she tried offered. Yes. yeah she offered she and offer. he was so he was just so humble and said no mm-hmm. which i liked mm-hmm. i liked that about him mm-hmm. so yeah i mean this story like you know it's just like this back and forth with her going back to her job in mm-hmm. Minneapolis where she's like this hot shot ER doctor mm-hmm. in the hospital amongst her peers, not really her family. And then, you know, she's she's she has a connection with Daniel. So she go they go back and forth and he's never come to her place, doesn't even know where she lives or anything. He didn't like even that. know her last name for a long time. So until yeah. they come down her and her like her like kind of catty not kind of friends not super close friends she has like one really good um best friend that that knows about daniel and like everything about him and she is not friends with these two girls they're like friends with her because of circumstance and like her ex and like all that stuff so there mm-hmm. they show up and she's like i don't want them to know that we're dating so she ha- they have this real awkward moment where they like she tries to text him and be like, you don't know me. And he didn't get the text. And so when he sees her, it was crazy. And they're like, dog likes her. And so created all kinds of havoc when she showed up, mm-hmm. like knocking things over, you know, also every time that dog showed up around those girls, like he, some kind of a disaster was happening. He brought a mm-hmm. live squirrel in all the food ended up on the floor. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Um, they had a very disastrous stay and then and then his and then her friends were like we're giving this place a one-star review and like have and you she's mad mm-hmm. that's like his livelihood mm-hmm. and they're like we don't care like this has been terrible this is not what we want from from like our service i kind of okay i'm gonna tell you i like i would have been like that <laughs> would have been really? like having... that's, the, that's not that that wasn't they his didn't, fault they didn't it doesn't matter if it's his fault. If you were if you were in an Airbnb and the dog, I don't I don't like dogs that much, like other people's dogs, especially big dogs. If you were at an Airbnb having breakfast and the dog of the Airbnb that you already are not that into comes in with a live squirrel and releases it at your feet after throwing it in the air a bunch of times, yeah, okay. yeah, and then all like all of I the agree. food goes all. That's your but stay. He, but the but the whole the point is is that he comped their entire stay. But then sh- that girl still gave him. Okay, one that's stuff, true. Right? I wouldn't that, have done that. That but, was the but crappy I, part. If, yes, that is true. That part I would have been like, okay, fine, I won't say anything. Yeah. But like, I would have also been extremely upset. And the only reason why Alexis was not upset was because she was banging him. Like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but this is a subpar experience. No, but it just felt like she was. Well, I don't know. We don't know much about her backstory. Like, if she was, like, a nice lady or this guy, like, was making her nice. This guy was making her nice because she kept being, like... I never thought about people from the other side. I don't think about my help. She's had help 
quote unquote help Mm -hmm. her whole entire life and she's never humanized them and so she's confronted with her friends who don't know she's dating this guy she's confronted by her friends having this attitude towards the help that she would probably have also had if she wasn't like half in love with him at this point in the book so i think that i thought that that was interesting because i thought their reaction was more real realistic like the when they came in like the what what else did the dog do i swear the i swear the dog created so much he like jumped on her he like attacked not, not alexis attacked. like yeah like if it if yeah it i would like be mad if nice i did way. it to my yeah yeah no i no i i i understand all that i'm just saying that i i wouldn't have I would have let the stars and all that, the review, let it be if I got my Oh, for sure. I'm not, I I mean, because it's extra work. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah. Anyway. That was the whole, whole point of it. But she also didn't, she also didn't like those girls anyway, because she, they, she thought one of them, Janine was like always in a bad mood. And the other one, um, Gabby was like uh, basically ditzy or something like that and kind Mm -hmm. of mean. And I, I actually thought that the portrayal of those two characters was kind of wrong because I have never met... Look, Gabby was a pediatrician in this book. I have never met a pediatrician who is not yeah. like a bundle of joy. Like you have yeah, to be to have that true. job. Like you are a joy to be around. Like every pediatrician has like a gentle soul. So the portrayal of Gabby as this like catty, like, you know superficial superficial like bitch that's not that's i it is not close to reality for any pediatricians Mm -hmm. i knew that's true and then i don't know what janine did do you remember what her job was Mm -mm. she was some other kind of doctor but like again her her attitude and the way that they acted was not in line with what i know to be like the attitudes and like actions of most of the phys- I know a lot of physicians and they just don't act this way they're like this wicked they she called them the wicked the best friend calls them the wicked sepsisters that's mm-hmm. kind of how they act and she doesn't like them um but that's not I there they could be those are realistic characters but not realistic for the jobs that they have <laughs> like no no that, that's a good point I I Neil actually, is correct. Neil is correct because yeah. surgeons are assholes. Basically, all surgeons are assholes. He, he just acted very pompous. Yes, that's normal. That's normal for yeah. surgeons, but not not a pediatrician. Like, the, like no. it was just that's a good point. those two were not realistic. I think was it she was she a neurosurgeon? I don't remember what Janine did, but in in either case, um, their attitudes and the way they acted was not in line with I, what I think like most physicians do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think that the whole, like, that whole point was to show, like, she came from, like, this uppity, snobby world, and then his people in Wakanda were just very, like, homey Wakanda. people. Well, yeah, <laughs> Hom- yeah. Like, homey, humble, yes. podunk people. Podunk people. <laughs> Small town. Yeah. Small town. Small town vibes. Yeah, so we were just having, like... <laughs> So this book is called Part of Your World. And actually, when I read the back of the book, she said that I called it Heart of Dixie Meets the Notebook. But she was saying that it was supposed to be like um, like uh, Ariel coming into the human mm-hmm. world from like being a mermaid. So it's supposed to be like the Little Mermaid retelling, sort of. I didn't see that oh. too much, but that's why it's called Part of Your World, you know, so that's what it was called. Um <laughs> So we were just having a lot of these like, this can never work because even though he is perfect, he's hot, mm-hmm. they have the best sex ever, which we don't get very much of, by the way, this 
book was not as spicy as it could or should have been in my opinion yeah but there there were like undertones though right yeah there was a lot of there's a lot of romance there you had to you had to fill in the blanks there's a lot of cut to black there was a lot of like Mm -hmm. oh that was the best ever and you just don't have any details i'm Mm -hmm. mad about this i think that potential was lost (laughs) potential was not fulfilled um but we're getting a lot of this dichotomy of like um, her rich and hoity life. And then we find out that her dad is like a super douche. And again, mm-hmm. this is not, I feel like not normal for physicians, but I guess it's possible um, for his attitude to be. I really felt like this was more instead of a phys- like a rich physician, you know, legacy physician family. This felt like a Brown family, a conservative Brown family <laughs> where she's dating somebody outside of that. Uh, like religion or or like or like race right no i i uh, i mean this is my life i'm from (laughs) south carolina i'm from a podunk it's not a small town but i'm from a very southern town and i i felt like there were a lot of similarities and i i can see the no nobody is like you know they had this guy neil who was chief of surgery head of surgery whatever it was and nobody is going to be better than him kind of attitude and so why would my daughter date anybody else except for this guy right they have this like air of like superiority i mean i'm sorry my parents are not this rich. Like we don't have a legacy. We're, you know, parents are, my dad's an engineer, right? That's all. That's what we've got. And he's Persian. Um, but if I had brought home a tattooed, like Airbnb, not owner run, like a property manager who is tattooed and um, like did carpentry on the side and lived in the middle of nowhere and like, there was like there's like there's like nothing on paper my dad would have disowned me too this was like the brown experience this was speaking to the brown experience because (laughs) my parents would not have just accepted anybody like daniel was fantastic and i'm sure if like my dad had gotten to know him and daniel was like that fantastic and i was making so much money as a doctor or whatever and that it didn't matter that he didn't have any potential like maybe it would be fine but the first reaction imagine imagine bringing daniel home to your parents jenica like it is not so like it didn't uh, have to be a rich doctor dad who is white. It's just any brown parent. You try to bring a white guy named Daniel home who has tattoos all over his arms. It's not flying. We're not going to do it. You, okay, you, you will get them out of my house right now. Why okay, you bring you this a, guy you home? Have a, you have... <laughs> what are you, you have, thinking, Shia? What is he doing? He has tattoos up to here. Are you kidding me? What does he even do when he's not doctor? He's not lawyer. He's not engineer. What is his? Could you imagine? But, but, okay, there are a lot of similarities to brown families. But I also think, like, just being that posh. Do you think that, let's see, let's think of of a super successful person. This is why I thought of the, the notebook. Because in the notebook, her parents are, like, southern, white, rich genteel like they're the gentility so that 
felt like okay maybe it's it's like recalling that that's how it and they were like really offended by ryan gosling's character like you can't be with him this boy who has like who comes from nothing like you're somebody and he's a nobody so that's why i felt like it was like that but again also this was not like this also spoke to my experience as just a brown person yeah well immigrant parents no definitely and i think even though this was not in the south it definitely still had southern vibes Mm -hmm. And so I think with your comparison to the notebook that plays, you know, I, I think if this was like in a different California mm-hmm. or in New York, it would have been different. I wonder right? if Abby, Abby Jimenez, I think she is Hispanic just based on the last name. I wonder if I wonder if she married into that last name. I'm not sure. But I'm like, if she is brown, this would come from the brown experience for her, too. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Good talk. Good points. <laughs> well, I mean, that's basically what the whole book is about. We, we've really gone into it, but it turns out in the end, you know, Neil, like, wants her back. She says no, and her parents want her to be with Neil, and she kind of does her own little bet. Like, this whole book started with a bet and then on Alexis but then she turns it around and she has her own little bet where she's like Neil my parents want um us to be together we're never gonna be together however you go to therapy you go to counseling sessions all those things and if you go to what six or something 12 weeks so 12 weeks 16 weeks you had to go to 16 sessions it was a long time it, it was a long time she was like I'll entertain the idea of us couples going counseling. to yeah couples counseling together and he did it though mm-hmm. i mean bless yeah. him he did it he did all the things that she asked of him and in the end you know when she kind of declared her love for daniel in front of everybody neil let her go he mm-hmm. was like i just want you to be happy so the therapy sessions helped him he learned something he learned something. and he didn't yeah he i i I ended up sympathizing with him. Yeah. Not sympathizing. That wasn't the right word, but I, I, he I had a, he had a redemption. He had a redemption arc, a small yeah. one. Um, so basically like the conclusion of this is that she's like, they can't, we can't be together because of all these hurdles and my family and I need to be up here and we can't make this work. And it's a two hour drive. So it's like really hard. And then she, um, he's like, why not? Like, let's just try. And they love each other. And it's like, you know, they decide to eventually try and make it work Mm -hmm. and then she goes for the chief position in the hospital and uh she gets it and as she's like going to celebrate who shows up like everybody there her family her parents janine and gabby her best friend everybody is there neil is there who shows up with flowers but daniel who no Mm -hmm. she's told nobody about and it was like this i had to put the book down when this happened because he just shows up out of nowhere and everyone's like who the hell is this guy and she's like mm-hmm. like why are you here and i was <laughs> like okay this is awkward i got to a cr- that cringe moment of like him being there and like everyone seeing him like dressed down in like a band t-shirt and like muddy jeans and everyone's like in their scrubs or their nice clothes at this hospital with and they're like who the hell is this guy and i was like oh no oh no i gotta put the book down because this is embarrassing like, right? Did you not have that moment of like, ugh? I don't know. I think I was just kind of, well, I mean, 
sure maybe it was just like a little cringy because mm-hmm. then the dad mm-hmm. alexis's dad was like is freaked it the out help? he started like but, laughing yeah. at him and like yeah it was terrible. not ta- taking it seriously it, it was a little cringy, was a little I guess, cringy for me well i think yeah. because again i put myself in the shoes of the person that we're reading about and she like just did such a poor job of like preparing anybody she didn't she did not a poor job she did not prepare anybody except mm-hmm. for her friend her best friend brianna brie she did she did not prepare anybody to expect him or to expect that she might be seriously dating somebody enough that they would want to come and celebrate her mm-hmm. you know there, there was nothing so of course it blindsided everyone and the most of the embarrassment should be on alexis because like bitch why didn't you told anybody like this is rude mm-hmm. <laughs> by the way brie was my absolute favorite character do you know there she's making a book about brie Oh, really? Yes. What's it called? Next, Do you know what it's called? I don't know, but she says the next book is Bree's story. Oh, my God. I want to read it. We're definitely going to read it. <laughs> she was my favorite character. She was just, like, dry humor, sarcastic, funny. witty. She always yeah. had something funny to say. Yeah. Yeah. She was definitely Great. my favorite, and I'm looking forward to that same, book. Same, same. <laughs> so, anyway, That'll like... That'll be a nice read. He's like, why doesn't anybody know about me? Like, like why was that so terrible? And then Brie had to come in there and, like, talk him off a ledge. And, like, anyway, basically what it comes down to is they love each other, but they can't be together. And then she, because there's no way to make it work. And then she has to do this, like, gala as the Montgomery, the Dr. Montgomery, who's at this at this hospital. And she's the chief now and, and all this stuff. So um, she goes to the gala and she has now, she's been, like, prepped by her parents, like, what to say. And then she realizes, okay, this is my chance to, and she decides to um, come up with a way to make, to make, to get him back, to get him back and invites him to come. And she doesn't hear from him. And this was like this big moment at the end where she gives this big speech where it's basically like, oh, I found that there's a lot of, oh, by the way, let's go back to the fact that she was like, she ended up being like the de facto doctor for Wakan because they don't have a doctor Mm -hmm. or an urgent care or I think even a nurse there. Like Mm -hmm. Doug does the best he can with like a fish hook to sew people up. Yeah, that was really gross. Because he was like a medic. (laughs) And so she saw that there was like such a need for healthcare in like rural, like outskirt areas. And so she basically was like, we've come up with a program at the hospital to like create these satellite clinics in underserved mm-hmm. communities for like low cost. And that's what's your donor dollars are going to go towards. And everybody loved it. And she's going to put her first, her, actually there's two, there's one satellite clinic in Cambodia where her brother is. <laughs> and then there's one where in Wakan where she's going to be. And then hopefully they would get a, They're going to expand from there. She like got this, you know, everybody's approval on the board of directors and all that stuff. And um, and then Daniel gets to hear and then they have like a romantic moment at this gala where he's in a suit and she is in this. He's at the top of the stairs. That totally reminded me of Titanic Mm -hmm. where Rose is at the bottom of the stairs waiting Mm -hmm. and Leo is at the top of the stairs. Mm -hmm. I totally thought of Titanic during that moment. (laughs) I was thinking of Beauty and the Beast with Beast at the bottom and Belle at the top. (laughs) But that's why too. Okay. We were talking about comparisons, right? But. Titanic is another comparison, mm-hmm. right? Rose is That's like true. a wealthy daughter of a wealthy family, and Leo is, I f- what's his name? Jack. Mm-hmm. He was 
super poor. Well, in this case, at least both of them survived the end. (laughs) (laughs) True. Very true. And uh, (laughs) and so she ends up kind of having her happily ever after. And it was lovely. It was a good Mm -hmm. book. I enjoyed. I read it in one day. Yeah. Super easy read. Mm -hmm. And just, again, if you like audiobooks, do this on audio. The narrator for Daniel was just chef's kiss. You're gonna have to find out who that guy is and find out what else he narrates, and then we'll have to we'll have to like base the podcast episode around one of those <laughs> yeah. books. Yes, <laughs> we should. <laughs> Did we go over everything? I think that was pretty much it. This was a yeah. long episode. We li- I like this book, so we had a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so uh, let's get to ratings then, mm-hmm. right? Um, so for writing, how would you rate it? Um, I, I would rate it like a four. Mm-hmm. It was, the writing was fine. Right. It wasn't like terrible, but it wasn't like, you know, captivating. It, it, it was very predictable. Well, that's story. plot. So writing the way oh. that she writes. Yeah. Four. Yeah. I, I would say <laughs> like four and a half. I thought the writing was good. Like I read it in one day. It's easy to read. Like. she's not overly descriptive it was great i enjoyed that um let's talk about plot okay three because it was very predictable i knew from i always read the synopsis whereas you don't but Mm -hmm. i knew exactly what was gonna happen and i've also read all of this author's books and so i I know like the what her themes are and i i enjoyed the books but they're not uh, i'm not like at the edge of my seat like what's gonna happen so i would give it a well in this case the one thing that was the twist was that she didn't have to save him he did end up buying the airbnb because he he decided to like say i don't give a fuck and i'm gonna sell my carvings for like that really expensive on, yes really expensive on etsy and so he was making mm-hmm. like twelve thousand dollars per table so that was like a twist i wasn't expecting but i did we all knew she was going to end up working mm-hmm. down there you know so for me though this was still fine i would give it a four and a half for plot because i enjoyed it i flipped through it i read it all in one day i started at like one o'clock in the afternoon and i finished it at 10 p.m like i was reading this book in between seeing patients i loved it um spice again i i i think i i am a little bit more forgiving than you are about this because i felt like they left a lot of things up to our imagination. So I, I would give that a three, too. A three? Girl, mm-hmm. I need to go to read a five-star spice book because this is not even close. <laughs> this is not I, even close. I know. It's not even close to a three. This is still a one and a half. This is like funny. You should ask for me. It's not negative. It is because there's only like. No, it's not funny. You should ask. It's better, but it's not more spicy. The spice is still minimal. No, it it is, but there was just more for your imagination. That's why I'm reading it. I not wait. I don't want it for my imagination. I'm here for the like. Give me the details. That's what the, that's what makes it spicy. This is a romantic book, so that's the romance is high, but the spice is low. The spice there was too many cut to blacks. There was way too much like they getting into it, and then it's like the next morning. This is okay, not a spicy I, then book. Then you know what? 
I I beg you to listen to the audiobook. Okay, fine. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> I'm I I've I read all the words and the words were not spicy. <laughs> just because you thought Daniel's voice actor was hot mm-hmm. does not mean that this was a specially spicy book. I need you to read Ice Planet Barbarians and then get back to me. (laughs) That is a five-star spice. It's not a good book, but that is a five-star spice book. So if you want to know what I have reading, rating a five on spice, it's Ice Planet Barbarians. Okay. You need, I I think you need to read that anyway, just as a bucket list item. You need to, um, (laughs) It is a bad book, but it is a five-star spicy book, and it's funny. So <laughs> is that is that is the plot like Magic Mike? No, it is oh, hor- okay. it is a horrible book. <laughs> oh, it's even worse. It is way worse. It is it is such a bad book, but it is also funny and it's bad Sha- it is funny Shia. and it's five it's a five spot we have to read Shia it for this podcast. made me watch magic <laughs> magic mike xl and it was terrible i have watched that movie at least five times <laughs> i love that, that movie that's so like much another, i feel like we have to have a podcast episode for that because i had problems girl nobody (laughs) watching nobody is watching for it for the plot you're watching it for the cuts of the dancing scenes and now see magic mike is low on plot high on spice (laughs) see this is what i'm like high on spice yeah because of the dancing the dancing is that for spice i mean we're not comparing it because like a very spicy book is basically written pornography yeah yeah and magic mike is not that but like yeah. for it was like fun okay let's we're, we got very much off topic let's get back to the <laughs> that'll be another podcast i'll go for overall i would rate this book a four and a half i really enjoyed it i finished it in a day it was um it was great i loved it and i would read more of her books i would seek out more of her books because it was really fun and i enjoyed it as like one of the better books that we have read in fact i told you i think this is like my favorite contemporary romance novel that i've read in a long time like it was so enjoyable i liked that it was you know i liked the plot i liked everything the romance was great i loved daniel four and a half for me thank you yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. I again, I've read all of her books, and so I kind of know like what her her themes are, and I enjoy them all. And so for me, it's a three. But again, you know, a three is very high. That is me. pretty high for you. Like I've only rated a five star for two books in my entire life, and so this is a three. But that's still very good okay. for me. Okay. Okay. Um, drink. How do you rate? Oh, it's my buttery Chardonnay, so I'm going to rate that a five. Um, My drink is my emotional support water bottle that I have a codependent (laughs) and antagonistic relationship with because I never drink enough water. So I'm giving it a three because fuck you. I don't want to drink any more water, (laughs) but I have to. We've talked about this. We've talked about this before. Yeah. If you flavor your water, you are more likely to drink it. I know, it, but right? like I was doing that for like six months and I was drinking more water, but then I started to hate the taste of my flavored water. And so now uh, I'm back to plain water again. So now I just have to drink it super icy and just do my best. So mm-hmm. three out of five. I like it. I need it. I need it. It it supports me, but <laughs> and I have it with me always. But you don't like But I actually, I resent it at the same time. Yes. Mm -hmm. So um, (laughs) three out of five for my book, for my, for my (laughs) drink. All right. So let's talk about the next book. 
All right, the next book is called One of Us is Dead, and it's by Geneva Rose. I'm super excited because this is my genre. It's a thriller. So, yeah. I think um, we needed to mix have, it up a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited for this one. All right, so um, we'll get more information on that um, later. But I think that pretty much sums it up for today. This was really fun. I really liked this book again. Um so yeah, really happy we we picked this one. Yeah, and we're gonna definitely look out for Bree's book. Oh yes, right? we'll definitely yeah. do that one. Something to look forward mm-hmm, to. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna go watch Heart of Dixie. You have to, <laughs> and then we have to go see Magic Mike three. <laughs> yes, we will go do that too. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody, thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Happy reading. Happy reading. <laughs>